0: Hey everyone, welcome. This is Lucas Granger, lead pastor of Coastal Church. It is our hope that you will find this podcast today challenging, inspiring, and practical as we seek to reach the world with the life-giving message of Jesus Christ. Enjoy. 1 John 1-5 through In the beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. Also in John 1 verse 14, so the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness, and we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Thank you, babe. Every time you see, I'm working. Can you hear me? Good morning, Coastal. I can hear you, that's all that matters. Okay. Anybody in here over the age of 40? You know what these are? These are embarrassment glasses. They mean that you won't embarrass yourself too bad because you can see what you're doing. Two years, huh? Actually, this sermon was being prepared long before man was even created really. I mean, you just heard what Lisa read. And that's exciting to me to know that I was thought of, that you were thought of long before the first star ever appeared. Long before the first thing was ever created. You were on God's mind. Can you imagine that? Can can we just get there For just a moment. I remember Lucas preaching one time. And he had something that was just really profound. And I understood that because he he was reading it. And we both were talking this morning. So I had to share this with him. But I'm going to read this to you. As I was praying and meditating for this message. And no, it didn't take me two years to do this one. But anyway, it was working on it. This is what God gave to my mind. I want to read and share this with you this morning. His word and its awesome unleashed power. Shattered the darkness and the deep. Galaxies exploded into place. Stars flashed in the heavens with their diamond lights. And everything in the universe in its detailed complex form was created in absolute perfection. He is God. His dominion knows no beginning. And it knows no end. I'm going to try to get used to this podium here or these notes. And yeah, always be prepared. We're going to be talking about that a little bit this morning. Let's go back for a while. Let's go back before the earth was ever formed. Let's go back to a time where there was nothing but total darkness and the deep. Can you imagine that? That's kind of hard to fathom, isn't it? We've always had the sun. We've always had stars. We've always had light. We've always had creation around us. The trees, the grass. We see all these things. We see each other. God's creation. We can't really imagine what there's like when there's nothing there. Absolutely nothing. But then... There's the Word. There's the Word. I don't know if you've ever worked with youth a lot, but um, Lisa and I have worked with a few youth groups. And I, I love working with kids because they'll ask the questions we're scared to death to ask. They don't care, you know. I've always thought of myself as being God's two-year-old. You know, why is the moon round? What would you name that star over there? You know, God's always amused with me. I know that. That's why He called me into the ministry. I want to see what that boy's going to do next. You know, let's see. Watch this. There he goes, you know. He's going to ask this question, you know. why, why? Why? One of the things that I hope we can accomplish this morning is look at the true Word of God. Now, I'm not going to get into a whole lot of theology this morning. don't have time for that. I want us to look at God's Word for what it is. What it says to you. What you get out of it. And hopefully you'll see Jesus a lot clearer. I don't know about you, but whenever I received Christ as a, as a kid, 12 years old, I was in Bible school. The only reason I went to Bible school that, that day was because I wouldn't have to be in a tobacco field hoeing tobacco, and there was girls and cookies and Kool-Aid at this place. <laughs> hey, I'm just a kid, farm boy. So instead of going to all these classes and all these things, this preacher, one of these old-time fiery, I'm talking about hell, farm brimstone preachers he could spit as far from here to there. One time, my mother played the piano and organ in the church, and she made I did something, and she made me sit on the front row one morning. I don't know what I did, but I never did it again, because this old preacher, he was up there. God bless his heart. You know, hes he's up in years, and he started preaching, and He got one of those big firing ways, and he cut over next to where I was at and he took a big deep breath and he started to say something and the top part of his dentures flew right straight out at me. (laughs) I thought, Lord, I'm going to get eat. (laughs) But that same old preacher kept us older kids up front there in the sanctuary that morning or that day. He talked about two places, heaven and hell. They are real. And I forgot all about the dentures. I forgot all about the spit and the holler and screaming and all that. All I heard was the Word of God that spoke to me. And a 12-year-old boy, There was so many kids that came up to that altar. I, I couldn't even get to the altar. I had to take one of these back row seats, you know, there on the front. I had, to, I had to face somewhere else to kneel and pray. But I received Jesus Christ. Right there, right then. I haven't walked a perfect life. And yeah, I meant to say it. I haven't walked a perfect life. I got my faults, Same as everybody else. But there's something that happened that was real. Now, I'm a realist. I'm not one of these that you come up here and say, hey, this is the grandest, best thing that's ever been That you've you've never seen anything like this. You've got to have this. And I'm looking at you and saying, yeah. Prove it to me. Show me. That's what we're going to do this morning. I'm going to prove it to you. I'm going to show you something. Some of you, it'll be like a revival to you. Some of you, it'll be for the first time. And for some of you that may be here today, you've never heard this before in your life. But I'm going to show you that it's real. God's Word does more than just create the universe. Okay? He goes even deeper. You know what's bigger than the universe? The inside your heart. The inside of your heart. Each and every one of us. It's greater than the universe. There are more places and aspects and things that God knows about you than are probably there are a lot of things that he created in this universe. We are a complex form of creation. We are. If you don't believe that, look at your life. Is it complex? Can I get a witness? Okay. Everybody's got this nervous laugh about them. Yeah, I will. Yeah, okay, yeah. Psalms 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp and a guide to my feet and a light for my path. The word of God. His word. How many of you got your Bible with you this morning? Hold it up there. I don't believe you. I want to see it. There you go. Okay, for you millennials, who's got it on your phone? All right. this (laughs) Free bird! There we go. No lighters, please. They'll turn on the... Fire extinguishers or something. We'll all be getting the sprinkling this morning. We need to think of the Word of God as a compass and a light. I know that um, um, Chris Stanley he can really identify with this. I was Surveying in the, in the Smoky Mountains one time, a long time ago. And we were supposed to survey out this 200-acre farm. It was way back in there. The last time the deed was written or changed over, it was in calligraphy. I think it was in, in 1700 or something, calling for this old tree that's been dead for 200 years and where Jake's old bull died. And nobody's living knows where Jake's old bull died. So we got to get oriented and everything. And we go and we go and we go and we finally get to this farm. Now, I don't know how much you know about Smoky Mountains, but it's either straight up or flat. And we finally get there, and I've always had a pretty good sense of direction. Sometimes my wife doesn't agree with that, but I've got a good sense of direction, okay? And I get there, and I'm setting the transit up, and we've got my crew getting ready to work, and I just know that north is this way. I just know that. Now, I'm the crew chief and I've got to get this bunch heading the right direction so I've got to know so I get my compass out and I look at my compass and I said whoa I'm saying north is this, this way it's really this way I was 90 degrees off where's Chris at can we get an amen out of that uh, there he is oh, yeah, waving a hand it's kind of like an old uh, story we used to tell around campfires in the backpack about these two old trappers they've got up there in the Grand Teton somewhere, and they got in this big Indian fight. They wound up separated. About a month later, they wound up meeting each other. And one of them says to the other one, he says, where have you been? He says, well, have you never been lost before? And he rubbed his beard, and he says, well, he says, I've been in fearsome fused for a month or two, but I ain't never been lost. You know, that's kind of the way we are sometimes. So let's start out. With those of you that have accepted Christ. And let's talk about the Word for just a minute. This compass. Sometimes we get used to following it. Man, we're first saved. We're in the Word of God. We're reading the Word of God. We can't get enough of the Word of God. And we're... In the doors every time there's a church open, we're listening to every preacher we can on radio. We just want more, 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 and less, 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 less. Slowing down. We're getting used to it now. Okay. We pick up our Bible and whew, gotta blow a little dust off of it now. Amen. And we can't figure out, okay, God, I had all this fire at one time. I had all this passion at one time. I had all these things in my mind. But now they're lost, they're gone. What happened to them? And you know what God's saying? You tell me. You tell me. I've been here the whole time. Right there. All you had to do was pick me up and read me. I don't get excited anymore about going to church. I don't get excited anymore when I hear about someone being saved. What happened? We left our first love, but He never stopped loving us. The more you grow in the Word, the more you can go. And I'm going to give you a, a few examples here. I'm just going to read them off to you real quick here. The places that He can take you. This is talking about His Word. He can take you to the field of confidence. He can take you to the village of joy and happiness. He can take you to the meadow of peace. He can take you to the mountain of understanding and the river of wisdom. I don't know about, about you, but I don't, I'd take any one of those. Really. Sometimes I need peace in my life. Sometimes I need to have joy and happiness. Sometimes I, I really need confidence sometimes. But then there's those last two aspects. there, understanding and wisdom. You know why I had understanding before I uh, got to wisdom? Because you have to have understanding before you get to wisdom. So many people say, oh, I want to be wise. I want to pray for wisdom. Preacher, pray for me. I just want need more wisdom in life, okay? And you know what first thing I do when I get time to pray for you? God, give them understanding. Give them understanding. Because if you don't understand, what in the world can you be wise about? Nothing. Makes sense? And I told you, I'm a realist. It's got to make sense. It's got to be real. you know one of my favorites out out of this list that the Lord gave me was this that meadow of peace man we're so caught up in multitasking we've got cell phones, computers man even my truck talks to me nowadays Guys, you're going to love this. It's got this built-in GPS thing. Got that thing I thought, man, this is great. Hit that button and it's a woman's voice, "Tell me where to go." Again. <laughs> I said, "Really?" I wanted it to sound like the night rider, the kit car, you know? How many of you can even remember that? Oh yeah, hey, we've got got an audience here. (laughs) By the way, the name of this message is Back to the Future. Anybody remember that one too? We're we're getting totally 80s here. Hey, how old are you, son? How old? Ten years old, he knows it. We're good, we're relevant. But see, that GPS of the Bible... God's Word can take you to that meadow of peace, that place where we can stop. That's a word that everybody hates these days, and I don't know why. You know, like I said, you get past 40, and I'm going to give my age away, you know, something around 56 or something like that. I kind of like that word stop once in a while. You know, I'm not the young 20-year-old Chuck Norris that, you know... Everything's crumbling before me, and I'm invincible, and my cape's flowing in the wind, and the S on my chest is actually starting to fade some now. Superman's getting older. Some of the best times of my life, I'm going to share this with you, have been times when I've been alone with God, with His Word, and I go on an adventure. I want you to go there with me for a moment. I want to share with you what that's like. I've given you illustrations here. I mean, who in the world's going to come up with stuff like field of confidence, village of joy and happiness, I mean, meadow of peace, mountain of understanding, and river of wisdom. Where in the world did you get that stuff at? Hey. Had to stop. Had to shut up. Had to Listen. Now, when I was younger, I mentioned Chuck Norris there. I took martial arts. I really enjoyed it. I learned a lot of discipline. Um, learned how to beat up bullies when they picked on me and all that good stuff, you know. The most important thing that my sensei taught me was meditation. And I'll tell you how this works. Everybody, ready? How many would, would love to know how to reach God? Just raise your hand. Anybody want to reach God? Okay. All right. I've got good news for you. Here he is. Here he is. Right here, right now. Here he is. Wait a minute, preacher. That's a book. You know, that's. Yeah, I know, it's, it's God's Word. It's, it's, it's holy, it's reverent, it's all these things. And sometimes when I read the Bible, I just don't get what it's saying. I don't really understand the words. And I mean, we've got all these things that come to our mind and stuff. Well, here's what I'm going to tell you right now, okay? Tell Satan to shut up and get out. Say, so Holy Spirit, come in and teach me what I need to know. Did He not tell us that, Randy? I will send My Spirit, and He will teach you what you need to know. You see, that's what we don't get in our digital age. We have this physical here, but we don't get the connection there. We don't get the spiritual. Matter of fact, what scares me to death today is... The way that we're doing with things and the information that we have, you know, Revelation talks about the internet. Internet, yeah. I said Revelation I'm about to pull a Lucas here like he did this morning. In there, um, it uh, well, it's reiterated in some other verses. I'll say that that says there'll come a day when they will gather unto themselves those having itching ears, always wanting to know something new they will be full of knowledge but no understanding does that get it or what full of knowledge but no understanding it's like going to the grand canyon or something and never been there but you know you you run out there and you get yourself you got your t-shirt on all right let's get back in the bus let's go You've been there, you've done that. What do you know about the place? Well, it was, yeah, there it is. It's some canyon over there. And i I got this t-shirt over there. You were there. But you don't know anything about it. You don't know what it's like to sweat and get down there in the canyon and see the river and come back up there and your muscles aching and tired and all those things. Dodging rattlesnakes and such. Second 2 Timothy 2.15 actually this should be easy to remember there's another verse that I'm going to bring up here in just a minute and it deals with a 2.15 as well but Second 2 Timothy 2.15 the latter part of that verse says be a good worker one who does not need to be ashamed who correctly explains the word of truth now as all good preachers try to do they try to come up with illustrations that will help you to remember things and this one's going to be really weird I thought about how can I help them to understand what it's like when we're trying to explain the Word of God to someone else. And we, we, just, we haven't put the time in. We haven't studied the Word of God. And it just comes out all wrong. Now, I understand making mistakes. I have done them all. And the bad part about it has been in places like this right here. I probably already made some mistakes already. But I, they'll come to me in a little bit. But we need to study the Word of God. We need to show ourselves approved unto God. And that is what we, that, that is the armor. That is the sword that we need in a spiritual battle to win others to Christ. It's the Word of God. Yes, our testimony is wonderful. It's powerful. We need that. We need to say that. That gives a, a positive reality to it. But it is the Word of God that saves them, not us. Amen? So here's the illustration. You know what it's like when somebody's listening to us and we're getting the, the word all twisted up and kinda out of proportion and distortion and stuff? It's kinda like when you're washing your hair in the shower and you turn your head up there and somebody's already smiling, you already done this, huh? You turn your head up there and all of a sudden all that soap and water runs up your nose. And you get the rabbit face on. <laughs> I'm trying to get this stuff out of here, you know. It burns, man. That stuff's nasty. I don't like soap. But ask my wife. She has to fight me to take a shower. Two-year-old. That's what it's like when someone's sharing the Word of God and it's out of, it's out of place. We don't really know what we're talking about. Now, I know it sounds kind of heavy. But here's why it sounds so heavy. This is why it's so tough. Let me tell you something. Satan is roaming this earth like a lion looking for whom he can devour. And let me tell you this. The Bible also tells us to know our enemy. He knows the Word of God. Better than any preacher that's ever lived. He knows the Word of God. He knows how to manipulate that Word. Anybody ever read about when Jesus was taken into the wilderness to be tempted? Huh? What was Satan doing? Did he have anything original to say? No. He took bits and pieces of God's Word and tried to twist it to make it fit his own. And every single time, and I love this, who's he trying to tempt? Really? It's the Word of God Himself. And he's taking the word of God and he's twisting it around to try to tempt Jesus to fall down and worship him and all this other other stuff. And it's right there. And I'm thinking, really? And I love this. You know, he took him up to high place and he said, "You know what, Jesus? I'll give you all the world." He thinks he owns it. He don't own he on me? Does he own you? If you're saved, he you doesn't own you. All this, he said, "I'll, I'll give it all to you." And here's the two-year-old thinking again. And I'm thinking, yeah, Jesus, you probably looked at him and said, you idiot, I already own it. I already own it. But we need to understand God's Word. I'm not saying that we need to be perfect with it. I just told you, I confess, I've made many mistakes in the pulpit. My first message was so bad I thought so. Let me just tell you what happened. This will help you out. I get up here, first time I ever preached in my life. My wife's sitting there. I got this church full of people. I think they came just to, out of amusement, to be honest with you. I get up there. I've got my Bible open. I don't even know what an outline is, I don't know what an exegesis is, I don't know any of these high. Terms that we have in preaching, I don't know none of that stuff. had not been to school, nothing. I just had a few notes jotted down here. That was it. And I opened up my Bible and I stu- and I, I and I said, "Okay, we're going to be reading." I had this note down here out of John one. Okay, and John one was not in my Bible. I couldn't find the book. I'm fanning these pages. It looks like a fan's blowing my hair back. I am desperate. I'm sweating so bad, the next step I take, it goes squish. And there's this lady sitting on the front row there. Her name was Faye. She taught Bible school and Bible drill. And she saw that this kid is drowning. <laughs> and in a soft spoken voice, Lisa can tell you this is truth. She said aloud, She says, okay, Monroe, let's start with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And you know what? That just calmed me down so much. Found the Scripture, preached the message. You can do it. You can do it. Real quick here. Get my eyes back on. When we're studying the Word of God, something happens. Our future is something to look forward to. We got to get rid of this down and out, "woe is me, I'm a Christian" attitude. Man, my future's so bright. I got to, I got to have shades because of Jesus. Because of Jesus, the way we think changes, the way we act changes, our confidence grows. We become kinder. We become more understanding. We become wiser. The more we read and meditate on God's word, the closer our relationship to Jesus is. And I'm going to end up with this verse here, and then one more. Those who are wise, this is out of Daniel chapter 12. I hope you're, you're wanting to look some of this stuff up. Those who are wise will shine as the bright as the sky. And those who lead many to righteousness will shine like the stars forever. It's the last verse or scripture we'll read to you this morning before you go to sleep. This is Revelation chapter 21. Now, we've already been from, we've talked about the beginning. Now, we're talking about the end here. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, he's talking to John here. I'm making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down, for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. Okay? You remember the realist? Trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And all who are thirsty I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. And all who are victorious will inherit all these blessings. And here it is. The grand finale. I will be their God, and they will be my children. We hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If you would like to explore more resources just like this, take a moment and download the Coastal Church app. Also, if you would like to give financially to support the ministry here at Coastal, go to mycoastalchurch.com slash giving. God bless, and have a wonderful week.